BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast one of the fastest-growing movie podcasts in the world, where we discuss all things film. Sick mundus creatus est. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is James. I'm going to do a little review of the third and final season of Dark on Netflix, the German television show, the sci-fi horror TV show that I loved. I loved this third season. One of my favorite finales in a TV show I've ever seen. Uh, they ended it so well. You know, this season, we get new worlds. We get new dimensions, new characters, new production effects that I think did a great job of, you know, uh, there's a lot of time hopping and dimension hopping, so they did the thing where they are like slowly did like a little like zoom in, zoom out, then zoom in, and then big zoom out, kind of like you were being sucked through a a time portal yourself. And it, it happened a lot in every episode because there's a lot a lot of characters, and now we're in a different dimension, different world with even more versions of these characters. And I really love this season. You know, so many questions were finally answered, so many mysteries explained. Excellent conclusion, excellent final episode. They just wow, what a great job! This this production was phenomenal. Great writing. I I'm so curious as to see like how far they planned out ahead this show because it was so complicated and complex. But um, I would love to know if like they planned what would happen in season three while they were done writing season one, or if they just had an idea of it because it's so interesting. You know, the show is so cool. I love these concepts of determinism, fatalism interdimensional travel, time travel, different dimensions, different versions of yourself. It's really cool. So season three, it opens up after the end of season two, where end of season two is where Adam kills Martha after Jonas finds out that he is Adam and he will become Adam. And then a new Martha shows up with some new time travel device and takes him into a different dimension. And so in this new dimension, she basically just leaves him there. And everything is backwards. It's the same. It's the same version. It's like just like his world, except everything's backwards, literally like reversed. Um, and I, I'm so curious. I, I wonder if they filmed at a lot of the same locations and then just mirrored the footage. Because, for example, like when he comes out of the cave, the cave is backwards. The uh, the school is backwards. The way they filmed it, like the police station, everything's backwards. His house hit, well, which is now Martha's family's house, that's backwards. Like everything is backwards. So I wonder if they just shot. And then mirrored the mirrored fo- the footage because it's really, really cool and interesting. And it makes it, makes it feel kind of just everything is off. Everything is 
odd. You know, there's some sort of distortion going on. Like, this world seems different, obviously, because we're used to everything else being the normal way. And there are different moments of time here as well. Obviously, the same years we're traveling to, like 1986, um, 53, and then 20, was it 52? And the one in the, in the far future, that world... Um, it's like a barren wasteland, probably the result of a combination of the apocalypse that happens in this world, as well as maybe some sort of nuclear holocaust that looks like it sped up climate change or something. Because this is Germany, and Germany is a barren desert wasteland, so something crazy had to have happened for this to happen in 2053, which is nuts. But I like it. It's cool. It's different. We get diff- We get new versions of characters. We get a middle-aged version of Martha in this and she also has that facial scar that we find out who the old version of Martha is, is Ava. We find out how Ava gave that to young version of Martha. We get different times, jumps of these new characters in different dimensions. But everything in this, in this world, like, we, like I said, it's backwards and also it's the same, but just like little different tweaks, you know. All the characters have the same fates, but slightly different and in terms of Jonas, he was not born in this world. And so Martha is actually the character that has Jonas's fate in this world. You know, she has the yellow jacket. And then just like Jonas as the stranger, middle-aged Jonas helps Jonas to understand everything that's going on with the time travel. Young Jonas from the original world is here to help this young Martha, this Martha version of her, a new version of Martha, to understand everything that's going on, to explain everything to her, the time travel. Um, and she's just a younger version of the interdimensional Martha that took him from his world and brought him to this world. And all the other characters have the same fates, really, but they're just slightly different. You know, Ulrich, he left his family and is now with Hannah, who is pregnant with their first child, but he's cheating on Charlotte, so he will never change. And he actually does the same thing where he goes back in time, he follows Helge. Helge's a little different. He has his his scarring and in, in, in trauma injury is, is like on his eye and his face rather than just his ear. He travels back following Helge, who's speaking of nonsense and TikToks, TikToks, and trying to stop whoever is trying to t- stop himself in the past. He follows him to 1986 instead of 53, and that's where he tries to almost kills a middle-aged Helge. Unfortunately, Ulrich himself gets murked in this timeline. Instead of being in prison, he gets killed. Hannah, she is now blackmailing Boris to destroy Charlotte. Now, remember, Mickle didn't... In, the, in this world, Mickle did not travel back in time by accident, so he's just Mickle. Mickle is just a young kid. So Hannah never met him in her childhood. Mickle never grew, went back in time. Michael does not exist in this world. So that's why Hannah's with Ulrich. But H- Hannah now is blackmailing Boris to destroy Charlotte after she deduces that Charlotte is cheating on... or is having an affair with Ulrich. In this new world, Regina has already died of her cancer. In this world, Elizabeth is in death, but instead Francisca is, who is openly in love with a more punk version of Magnus, whereas in the other world, Francisca and Magnus have a sort of like non-intimate, they have a sexual intimate relationship, but it's not like out of out of love, it's just more out of lust, it seems like. Um... And again, Mikkel never went back in time. And they actually live in Jonas and Hannah's house from the other world. Uh, Katarina, she's you know a very similar character, except she has glasses and bangs in this one. Bartaj is very similar to him to his other world, except he's just a lot nicer. And we can assume that the passing of Regina has you know made him like that. 
because he's a lot more sinister and selfish in the other world. Uh, we also have some new characters like this this triple murder assassin trio, like this young boy, middle-aged man, and then old man who dress the same, have the same mannerisms, and we come to find out they are the same person. And they're kind of like the Noah version of this world where they're they're carrying out assassinations and hits for time, like time travel hits in a way, which is kind of funny. And then we also have, you know, Jonas is in this world, has to make her understand about everything that's going on, which takes some time. But he eventually does, and they eventually, you know, the connection between them is inevitable. You know, they're tied in this time loop connection love circle, if you want it, whatever you want to call it, where no matter what, their fates are going to end up together. And so they actually make love in this in this world. They're they're from different dimensions, but they still make love. And this is where Martha gets pregnant, and the the baby is actually that triple assassin trio. And now, Adam and Ava are huge characters in the season, obviously. And we learn more about this eternal connection between Martha and Jonas. But we learn we we don't know who to believe. We don't know whether to believe Adam. We don't know whether to believe Ava. Uh, Claudia, the older version of herself, had died, and we hadn't seen her for a while, but she starts to pop back up in the third season, as well as the younger, middle-aged version of Claudia. Um, and the interesting thing about this new world is the older Jonas, who is now who's trapped in the 19th century with like Bartosz and Magnus and Francesca back then, he can't ever remember being in Martha's second world after this new version of Martha goes back in time and finds them trying to... Um, create the time machine and reanimate and activate the the black mass in order to travel travel through time because they're stranded there. We also sort of we get like another Adam. Is it the same Adam from Jonas's time? And then Adam does some crazy horrible things. Adam and Ava do terrible things in this season. You know, Adam kills Hannah in the in the past. Like he he legit strangles his own mother. And it's not an old version of of Adam. It's a middle-ish aged version of Matt, of Adam with the facial and body scarring all over the place, but he's still young. And you can still see you can see it's the same actor who plays the stranger in the middle-aged version of Jonas under all that makeup. And so we learn more about Adam and Ava's mo- uh, motives and goals. So Adam, his goal was to find the origin, which he believes is the pregnancy of Martha and Jonas, the interdimensional pregnancy. Because remember, they're from different d- different worlds, and they and Adam believes that this baby is the key and is the loop and is the cause of the origin of these of this inevitable never-ending i mean infinite time loop and adam believes that if he can destroy this baby with the the black mass then it will destroy the world because adam he wants just everything to end that's his version of salvation that's his paradise even though he's been lying to know what paradise actually is his paradise is just the end of everything the end of existence no more life, no more time loop, no more infinite prison, no more repetition, no more fatalism or determinism. Whereas Ava, we find out, you know, she is the, you know, the Martha version of Adam in this world and in the future of both worlds. But they are both opposite sides of the same coin. They are the reasons for everything that keeps occurring. They're the reasons for the loop. They ensure that the time loop remains and will never change. Every decision Adam makes 
he thinks he's trying he thinks he's ending both worlds worlds are trying to but what he's doing is maintaining the time loop and he's keeping it intact same thing with ava everything she does maintains the world and remains keeps the loop intact and so whereas adam wants to destroy the loop in the world in existence ava is trying to ensure that it remains intact and in constant infinite time in a constant infinite loop but both of their actions all cause the time loop to remain intact. And they both do horrible, horrible things. They manipulate, manipulate the people around them to do horrible things. They manipulate the younger versions of themselves. Ava has Martha kill young Jonas, our Jonas, the original one, in front of her other young self. And yes, we eventually learn that there are three versions of some characters. There's this loophole in time that Ava has discovered. And so Adam, he tries to destroy Martha and the baby by putting her inside that black mass and activating it. But he gets so confused because the world doesn't end when he does it. And then Claudia shows up. Old Claudia shows up out of nowhere. Because Claudia figured, Claudia figured everything out. Claudia was right. Claudia, Claudia was the right person to follow. So she says some great lines. She says to Adam... You trying to destroy the origin that has happened an infinite number of times. But this here, you and I, is happening for the first time. It's time you understand how everything is really connected. Everything you have done, everything Ava has done, has upheld the knot for eternity in both worlds. You create yourself forever anew. And so does she. She was right. So Claudia deduced that there was a third world, and this third world is actually the original world, the origin world, and that these other two worlds are accidental, I guess you could say duplications, replications of that world, and Claudia figured out what was the actual origin, and this is very symbolic and metaphorical to a lot of religious uh, cultures and themes, obviously the trinity of Christianity, I think that that's kind of obvious here as well as like sacrifice, sacrificial figures um, besides Adam and Eve, which have been an obvious metaphor and a piece of symbology from Christianity in this entire show. Now, Claudia, she figured out that H.G. Townhouse, the clockmaker, he accidentally caused this loop in time and caused both of these new worlds to be created. He was trying to develop technology and a device to travel either to a different world or to a different time where his family, his son, his grandchild, and his daughter-in-law didn't die because, as he explained to Charlotte, they died in a car accident in the rain on the bridge. And it's something that has been with him his entire life. And so in this original, original world, the origin world, in a very old version of himself, he builds the time machine, the original time machine, in that bunker, and he accidentally opens up a time portal and creates a time loop where two other worlds have been created that mirror his origin world. And so now, equipped with this knowledge that Claudia tells Adam, he explains to Noah, who is a different, the third version of Noah. He's from the original world, the He's from the world we know Jonas is from, but it's a different version of that same Jonas because of that loophole in the infinite time, not loop. Confusing, I know. He still exists. And so he must 
He and Martha, he explains, must travel to the or the center of the apocalypse when it happens in Martha's world, because here there will be a moment in time when time a moment in the apocalypse where time will stand still. So let me explain how Claudia tells that to Adam. Time during the apocalypse, it stood still for a fraction of time, and that threw everything out of balance. But when time stands still, the chain of cause and effect is also momentarily broken. Ava knows this. She uses the loophole in your world to send your younger self off in one direction of another in order to preserve the cycle. So she's telling this to Adam. And I used it to send myself in another direction too to be here today. So that's why she's not dead because she found this loophole just like Ava found this loophole. Ava has managed to break free of the loop any number of times. Um, and the irony there is that it's only been done to preserve the loop, which in turn means that breaking the loop is another facet of the loop itself. And we can assume that the the triple assassin guy, the child of Jonas and Martha, interdimensional banging, is another example of this. And so I one of my favorite scenes of the entire show is when... Martha and Adam, they're in this ticking clock to get to that center of the apocalypse in the cave before it goes off. And they get there, and time stands still during the apocalypse, and they're both in this, like, infinite cosmic bridgeway. It's really interesting. I get a lot of interstellar vibes from this scene. And they can't see each other, but Jonas sees a child version of Martha staring at him, and then... Martha sees a child version of Jonas staring at him. And these are things that happened to them as child, as children. So it's just crazy because their worlds are, even this may have happened before to think that, or maybe that this is just, the, this is the, the cycle that there are new things happening. So this is the, the final cycle, the final cycle of things have changed. Maybe this didn't happen in the other cycles. The younger version of themselves didn't see these people and these, cosmic tunnels and so they find each other in the cosmic tunnels and then they travel to the origin world and they find townhouse's son as his son is driving away after getting in a fight with a middle-aged ish version of townhouse how his son's so upset that you know his son his father's only cared about the cosmos has only cared about time travel and that's all he's, he's focused on. He's never looked down. He's only looked up. He's never looked down to notice his son. And he's fed up with it. And that causes him to angrily leave with his, his wife and his child. And this is where, in the rain, they get in the accident on the bridge. However, Martha and Jonas just appear in front of them like aliens. Causes them to stop. And it's a great scene with them two and Townhouse's son. And he's so confused and why, why they won't get out of the road. He's concerned. And then Jonas says dialogue and lines that his father says to him. And it just blows his mind. And it's, he's probably very spooked. He's probably feeling deja vu. And maybe feeling some sort of connection to his father in this moment. And eventually they convince him that the bridge is closed and they go and to go back. And he tells him that his father loves him more than anything. That he'll do any, he would do anything for him. Like creating a time machine just to see his face again or to live in a world where his son exists and didn't die. So it's really, it's, 
it's really interesting to to find out that um townhouse created this time machine out of love for his son out of love for his family it's really touching and then Jonas and Martha clearly succeeded because they start to fade away. You know, they start to turn into cosmic dust is what it looks like. It's really beautiful. And then all the different characters that shouldn't exist in those two worlds, they're all starting to turn to cosmic dust in whatever timeline they're in. They understand what's happening, most of them, if they were part of the time traveling. And it's it's really, it's tragic, but also it's it's really beautiful at the same time. You know, because it seems like they're, they're, they've accepted their fate. You know, obviously Martha and Jonas have. They've accepted the fate of, well, never having, never having existed and never will exist. You know, it's, not, it's one thing to accept your fate of death, but to accept a fate of never existing is a totally different thing. And then the final scene after the cosmic dust and the worlds disappear besides the origin world. It's the origin world, and we see a bunch of familiar faces and friends at a table. You know, we see um, Regina's there. She never died, meaning she never got cancer because the nuclear power plant, her mother didn't work there, and it didn't probably exist. Hannah's there. She's actually together with, oh, what's his name? The guy with the eye patch, the, the cop. Um, Waller, Waller. So there, and she's pregnant with his baby and their baby. Katarina's there. Um, Peter's there, Bernadette, as well as a picture from the 80s of young Regina and Claudia with Bernadette. Uh, Peter's with Bernadette, and Hannah's with Waller again. And Regina and Hannah are both pregnant. But the characters who are most notably missing are all the characters who would not, who don't exist in this world, who never would have existed if it weren't for the accidental duplication in triples, the double, double versions of the world. So Charlotte's gone. She doesn't exist because, again, she was her own grandmother. And she would take... And so then, also, she would take her daughters Elizabeth and Francesca with her. Ulrich is gone because Bartosz and his great-grandfather, and, and like with Charlotte, elim this eliminates his kids. It eliminates Magnus, Martha, and Mikkel, would never existed. Let's see what else. Um, so yeah, we're, I think we're assuming that the nuclear power plant was never built, which is why the Regina never got cancer. And she's on her own because she never would have met her husband Alexander, a.k.a. Boris, because the only reason why she met Boris and Alexander in the woods is because Ulrich is bullying her. That's why. Um, without Ulrich, ne Alexander never intercedes, never meets Regina. They never get married. He never works at the nuclear power plant. So he's probably just out there somewhere committing crimes or have, has a new identity. Uh, Bartosz also wouldn't exist at all because he is their son. Also, Noah won't exist. Agnes won't exist. Um, Celia won't exist. Tronte won't exist. So it's, it's really interesting to see who existed in the origin world. And how so many of the characters that we grew to love so much or hate never existed for real in this origin world. Really interesting. But I do love how um, Hannah gets deja vu kind of of everything. It's like a very Donnie Darko moment. Like the end of Donnie Darko where everyone gets deja vu of the, new, of the world that doesn't exist anymore. That they were participated in by accident. Um, 
where she sees the yellow jacket and gets kind of deja vu of everything in a way. And then she says she's going to, when they ask her what they're going to name the boy, they say, she she says she loves the name Jonas, which is really sweet. I like that ending because it's not going to be Jonas Jonas. It's going to be a completely different Jonas because, again, Nickel's not the father. Different. This is the origin world. But it's really it's a really great way to end it. A little little nice nod to to the story, I think, and of, of the entire uh uh three seasons of the show. And I love the ending. I thought it was terrific. And I just really enjoyed the show. It was a lot of fun. I love sci fi, I love time travel, interdimensional stuff, I love films about fatalism, determinism, really fascinating stuff. And I, I just hope you all enjoyed this show as much as I did. I probably won't wa- be watching T V shows for a little while because it's it's tough. I got I don't have a lot of time in these shows. They're time consuming and addicting. So, but it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this. It was only three seasons, so it was easy to watch. Uh, take care. Thanks for tuning in. And if you haven't seen the latest episodes, make sure to check them out. All right, bye everyone. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is brought to you by our friends Manscaped, the leaders in men's grooming. Use our coupon code Raiders of the Lost at checkout from manscaped.com to receive 20% off your entire order and free shipping worldwide. Join the over 2 million men trusting Manscaped with their grooming needs today and get ready for all their new products launching this year, like their body wash, two in one shampoo conditioner, their lawnmower 4.0 groomer, and so much more. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.